Everybody take your seat, I got a presentation You're gonna sit right here, we're gonna have a celebration Everybody here, look at the spreadsheet Everybody get up, on dance on your feet What's going on? It's the Film Drunk Frogcast coming You're at you. <laughs> oh, I pressed the wrong part of the screen and it fucked everything up. Hey, it's the Film Drunk Frogcast coming at you, not live, from a series of locations across this great land of ours. Sitting across from my laptop, inside my laptop, I got the irregular regular, Mr. Matt Lieb. We are lum. No one can tell us where Lum Searching our bombs for so long All of us knowing Lum is a butthole field What's up, everyone? <laughs> cool, cool. I did, I liked it. You know? Lum is a butthole field. Yeah, they're not all winners, but that one's pretty good. I thought that one was good. Yeah, we'll call it a Pyrrhic victory. What's, lo- what's Lum? <laughs> it's the sound you make when you eat an asshole. Oh, lum, lum, lum. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's Is that just, an official Urban Dictionary definition? No, it's just, it's literally just this podcast. Is the only. Got it. We're the only people who talk about lum. Yeah. And talk that, about lum, lum, and that bum, bum till we come, come. We lum it. Uh, and sitting also on another part of my laptop, uh, Mr. Joe Sinclitico. And I'm barely, 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 barely angry. What? Oh, God. I didn't get it until... Don't, don't Shane do whatever guys, that guy's name was us. Oh. Do you guys, you guys watch 90 Day Fiance? Oh, uh, no. No. I, I, I watched oh, okay, a little bit of it uh, at a friend's well, house. There's, there's too many yeah. iterations of it, and I can never find the Dude, one. they're all... I've watched every single episode of every iteration. Yeah. And uh, anyways... There's somebody listening to this podcast that's gonna uh-huh. get that joke. There, there, there's a guy on the show who has no neck. Oh yeah, he, the little hedgehog he guy. Wash, yeah, and he washes. He's four foot nine, and he washes his hair with mayonnaise. And it's... he actually is <laughs> my brother-in-law's friend. No and way. Came to my sister's wedding. No way. And he's dating a Filipino girl. He went to the Philippines to meet a Filipino girl, a 21 year old named Rose. Yeah, I heard there, being four foot nine he, and washing your hair in mayonnaise is, is considered very attractive in the Philippines. Well, yes. he buys, yeah, yeah. well, dude, uh, at one point he goes to her family's house and she goes, we're going to stay at my family's house. And her family's house is, as uh, Bobby Hacker put it, a wet raisin brand box. I mean, it's literally <laughs> their thing. It's the shittiest fucking hut of shit I've ever seen in my life. And this guy's terrified and it, like he can't sleep and it's really awesome. But then he they they finally get to a really nice hotel. He he decides I can't stay anymore. They go to a nice hotel and he buys her a present and I can't remember. It's like he gets her some lingerie and then he gives her mouthwash because her breath fucking sucks. He goes, Your breath is not pretty. And, oh I, and my she's God. like and she's like, I have an ulcer. And then oh, they go God. back and forth. And at one point, she's like have, super hurt. Is there super hurt ulcer, and she goes, ulcer breath is a thing? I guess. I just maybe from the acid. But at one point, she gets super mad and she goes, you have made me belly, 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 angry. <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah, That's I mean, the, belly, the, belly. I, watched, I watched the first episode of 90 Day Fiance with that little hedgehog dude. And yeah. it was one of those things where like, 
you hear about a concept for a show and and you're just like i just don't see myself watching this because like you're not gonna fucking find you know i feel like everything's been done with right. uh especially you people know, whose lives are sad it's like i feel like we've yeah. seen every version of a really sad person's life on, absolutely but on then TV. i watched it and i was like where did you find this mole <laughs> yeah, guy it, no 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 it, it's dude, like it's, incredible he's not even the craziest dude on there there's a guy who who's getting like catfished by this ukrainian girl he oh, goes yeah. to the he goes to the fucking uh like um ukraine check us yeah ukraine for like three different times and she keeps like he keeps showing up and she's like oh sorry i can't make it my nephew has a hockey game and he's like <laughs> dude i just flew fucking 20 hours god damn it and then he goes home and then she messages him again he comes back but but dude there there's this guy there who um i don't know he was like this indian dude or he's a he's like a like a, maybe like a Malaysian dude and he lives in Australia. And so American girl comes over to Australia to meet with him and they're doing the intro on him. And he says, I'm a relationship coach for women. I teach women how to meet the man of their dreams. Right. So it, they just kind of gloss over it and you never really see him doing that or anything. And it just yeah. you're like, what the fuck does that even mean? Well, like nine episodes in, he has a seminar and he does a seminar where he's teaching these 15 women how to meet men. And he's so sexist and misogynistic. <laughs> they turn on him. And it also becomes very clear that he's never done this ever in his life. And he has no public speaking experience. <laughs> it was the fucking craziest, most embarrassing 10 minutes of my life. I was, cr I was literally on the floor going, <laughs> watching the whole time. At one point he goes, he goes, oh, um, uh, sorry, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm kind of, I'm kind of blanking right now. And then he store, he runs out of the room. Jesus Christ! He runs out of the room and then comes back Aww. and tries to finish the, it's the fucking thing. But it's like, dude, you guys know. Once you run out of the room and yeah. yeah. like tear, you can't come back. Dude. Well, you, you might as well jump running. off. It's something. like show, it's showing an audience <laughs> your back is like showing wolves your back. They're gonna chase after yeah, you yeah, yeah, and yeah. tear you apart. It's done. And so he comes back and tries to do another whatever five minutes of like teaching women their love language. And not only does the audience hate him, but his girlfriend from America is in the audience. And she fucking hates what he says. So then he finishes and he's bombed harder than any human being I've ever seen ever <laughs> bomb in my whole fucking life. The dude is destroyed. And this chick comes up to him and she's like, what did you mean by that? Like, why would you say that? Like, she just starts hammering. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. If you bombed and the, your girlfriend came up to you like, why would you think that was a funny fucking joke? Like, that was oh like, my girl, God. <laughs> brutal, brutal. You just. He just starts crying and storms out. Like, it's the fucking best. It's like it's it's so you know it's you a know, thousand times that, worse. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying it's a thousand times worse that he's like, you know, it's not even a comedy set. The fact is, is that it's about it's a dude telling you how to pick up women, and he's so yeah. bad at explaining it that no, he loses the woman. How to how to pick up men oh that's what it is yeah 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 it, it's even worse it's like it's like it's these worse. are the things you need to do because i'm a relationship expert and then he ends his set and immediately gets fucking broken up with like yeah. that's well, who is that comedian who is that comedian who had a joke about uh george w bush uh getting busted for dui uh in, in 1972 uh, and he's like 
You know how drunk you had to be to get busted for a DUI in 1972? You had to like run over a hedgerow and like get out and like hit your head on the concrete. And even then they'd still probably just follow you home. Uh, That's kind of the same thing with getting called out by an audience as sexist in Australia. Like, you know how fucking sexist you'd have to be to get called out by a crowd of Australians for it? Like that's, that's, you'd have to be next level. Well, it, dude, and there's this element, too, of, like, this guy had really effectively portrayed himself as a relationship coach right. through the whole series, even though you never saw him do it. Because he he's like, hot. Because he's, he's hot, hot, and he takes on this air of, like, spirituality. Right, and yeah. he's very measured in the way he speaks to the, the girl. And then he just Australian gets exposed guy with, as a total yeah. fraud. And it's like – so. And, and on television too, he knows this is going to be on television. So well, it's he like, probably thought it's this was just going to be his layers. breakout, like breakout totally. hit. Oh, totally. That's so sad. That and then it rules. came out later that he not only was the speech that he gave, the presentation he gave, was retarded, but he had actually plagiarized it. Like yeah, I was going to say. I was going to say. Found out that he had plagiarized this entire terrible speech. I mean, yeah. all self help jargon is basically just other self help jargon put into a blender. Yeah, right. But- but usually you at least have the decency to do like a, a little bit of editing and rewriting and maybe, you know, find a thesaurus and see yeah. if you can uh, make it yeah. sound different. Yeah. But uh, I love it. I love just a, a really misogynistic Australian guy crying. <laughs> just in general. Like that's, that's just like, oh, I'm crikey. I can't <laughs> believe my girlfriend broke up with me. Is that? You're sorry, still, you're still kind of going into Cockney, but I like Hell, it. I, I'm sorry about this. It turns out <laughs> the problem with women is that your pussies are too loose. <laughs> you kind of got... Now do it as Peter Jackson because you kind of slipped into Peter Jackson. Yeah, yes, uh, the problem with Dude. women, the women's uh, pussies are too loose and uh, you have to tighten the pussy it's uh, the best way in order to uh you know envelop the ejaculate that i'm going to put inside of you uh it'll be fun it'll it'll feel good and uh make me a sandwich <laughs> hey hey uh, bitch make me a sandwich i'm peter jackson a sandwich make me i would a like sandwich. a sandwich make me a sandwich made out of my own ejaculate <laughs> we can make a tuna malt we can malt tuna. Malt? I, I guess a, very a tuna milt. We can make a tuna milt. It'll taste good. It'll have good. my ejaculate. Anyways, gotta go. <laughs> oh, waddle, 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 waddle. <laughs> I was curious how he was gonna get out of here. He waddled like waddling. It, was it would definitely be waddling. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because like the little hedgehog dude from Ninety Day Fiance kind of looks like if Peter Jackson like was. Uh, he like accidentally got transformed into a butt plug. So it's like, <laughs> he's, he's very, uh, he looks like a butt plug. It's, it's kind of amazing. I'd love to shove all of that dude in my asshole. Cause <laughs> I feel like it'll feel, it'll feel pretty good. Anyways, it's, sure. uh, yeah, it's a, it's a show that I should be watching, but you know, dude, there, there, there's, there's this, I would say you could almost start with this season of 90 days before, just mm-hmm. to get so hyped and it'll get you hyped enough to be where you realize like it just it just is endless i mean these, that's yeah. the, the, uh, is that that's on like home wait no what is it dude, uh, lifetime I watch, right i don't no, even know tlc okay. I, mean, I don't one. watch i literally don't watch any other fucking I never have watched reality television i don't like it i've never yeah. watched any of this shit this show is the fucking best there's these fucking like 60 year old 
women with like fried ass fucking bleached blonde hair yeah. and like cigarette voices and they go over to meet their 19 year old nigerian boyfriend oh i saw that guy. that was fucking Bro. great and all of the night the friends of the nigerian guy dude, are just, just like fight. are you sure yeah. <laughs> they can't believe it dude yeah they can't believe it but they know what he's doing yeah, so they, they they're like, hey man, we know you love Lisa. Uh, yeah, but uh, do you know like when she talks to you like this, like that, like yeah. Apparently, Nigerian dudes are like the mellowest dudes of all time. Yeah, like th- there's there's sometimes where the chicks flip out on the guy, and then also the the chick's boyfriend at one point like hits a drink at a, another Nigerian dude's face, like throws a drink at him, and he and the dude just sits there smiling. When they're like, Damn. I would have stood up and just started fucking choking people. He 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 just he gets a drink thrown in his face. He's like, oh come on, man. Like he's just like that. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it, it it was like what what I saw because I think I just saw the beginnings of a lot of these relationships. So I saw um like a nigerian guy and all of his friends saying like i don't <laughs> i can't do the accent i is like uh, i don't care what she looks like you know it's about mm-hmm. what's on the inside and then I she shows up i know your name solomon vande <laughs> <laughs> i know your name uh and then she came back and she looked like the devil uh <laughs> no like she comes out of the airport and uh she looks you know like a middle-aged uh pudgy yeah. woman and all of the friends are just like they want to say real bad like this can't you can't do this right you can't and, do which it, is dude. very sweet because it's like the friends are like you, you we, we love you and you're better than this which is yeah. very nice you know i would hope my friends no, would do the same like, for me they're never like laughing at the dude they're just like Hey man, like she seems like we know you love her, but like she just seems like she's not very nice to you. Yeah, you know, like they're that's not, crazy. What, does she get? Does she get mean? Does she get mean to him? Oh yeah, they all get fucking yeah. They they start bossing around the night. Well, because they know these Nigerians are like handsome fucking young dudes, and they know that like they just know that like the, these guys can get better looking chicks than them. So but they get but really like angry. Like I'm not gonna take any fucking shit from you so they try to like whip them into like being it's crazy to me because that to me is like why they are alone because you look at them and at first you're thinking why are they alone well because look at them right like the little hedgehog guy uh and this this old lady who's with the nigerian but then through the course of the relationship you see because all i can think is if i look like a human butt plug I'm going to yeah. be, and someone is talking to me. I'm going to be the nicest person I can be. I'm, I'm going to be willing to roll over um, and fucking just whatever she says goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but they are like, they're bossy assholes. And you're like, uh, 30% is because you're ugly. The right. other fucking, you know, 70% is because you are a piece of shit. Yeah. And that's why you yeah, should yeah. be alone. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this. I'll leave you with the, this with the ninety day. This is my final pitch. It uh-huh. is it is the like greatest example of what like a cuck is than <laughs> any other show ever in history. Because there's all these guys, right, that get these fucking like insane looking like Colombian girls, Brazilian girls, like girls that are just insanely gorgeous yeah and they'll and they finally meet the girl and that and there's all these like there's one where this this guy's mormon so he and he makes his friend come over and Uh sleep on the couch with him and has her sleep in the bedroom 
What the fuck? You know? and Why? Like, and like, there's girls. Do, oh, because they can't sleep wanna, together. Yeah, he doesn't want to have sex with her. And there's. Well, other yeah, ones you saw that like, show on Netflix. You have to practice uh, fucking your buddy before you can have sex with a girl. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. But but yeah. But it's like these guys just they won't fuck the girl, and you're like sitting there watching it, like fucking throwing your tele your fucking shoe at the TV, like eat her fucking pussy in the taxi cab <laughs> right now. You fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> sure well i always say that uh, at the tv but yeah 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 so hey i got a new segment this week wow yeah yeah i know new segment time it's only been seven years yeah we do a lot of segments on the broadcast if you oh, if we love a our segments. listener we have a lot of segments mm-hmm. a lot of bumpers we're all about production values just in general we love it and we so love it my latest uh segment idea it's called vince's media complaint corner Oh, because you know we're all cooped up inside. We're watching a lot of things, and I'm a, a professional. Lot of media. I'm a professional media critic. Uh, yeah, so I find a lot of things to criticize because I'm yeah. watching a lot. And wait, do yeah. we do we lose Joe? No, he's here. He just turned no, off dude, his camera. I just, I just in podcast news, I just saw that Spotify had struck a deal with Joe Rogan uh, worth a hundred million dollars for his podcast. Yeah, Damn. they're throwing some money at people. Damn. Insane. Yeah, so hey, actually it, one of the if, one of the things on my complaint corner was a Spotify podcast. Oh, wow. oh really? It's I actually yeah. yeah, it's a Yeah, that's yeah, amazing. It's a Spotify podcast uh in collaboration with Crooked Media, which is like the Podsave people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't really listen to any of their podcasts just just by like more by reputation than by personal experience. Uh Right. And um someone told me they actually spent 100,000 per episode on this podcast, so uh, hundred thousand dollars per episode. They, There's eight episodes. Jesus. Yeah. Christ. So good for them. Number one. No. We're first of all, we're happy for anyone who's making it in the pod podcast business. Yeah. I I want to point that out. Like, there's nothing I love more than people who are doing better than I am. Yeah. And I celebrate them. And we celebrate their whole catalog, and we hope that I they celebrate will bring us whole along. Catalog. For that gravy train. So I was thinking this one so would if be... You're, if you're from Spotify, you know, if you're a, an exec and you're listening to this, know that we are not bitter people. If you and got fact, some money to throw around, we got a basket to catch it in. We got a whole big money basket. We we're got ready. a big money basket. We're willing. And we're... Yes. So, uh, you know, hit us up. Frogcast at gmail.com yeah, yeah. with any of your endorsement S- smash deals. Smash that like... Help! <laughs> Help us! <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> smash that like button. Uh, smash that mail to button. Uh, so this one is called, and it's not it's not hosted by any of the Johns or the Tommies or any of the people oh, named that's nice. after other famous people. So I figured it'd be okay to listen to because it didn't have any of those guys on it. Sure. Um, all those guys who kind of just remind me of like social climbing nerds that I didn't want to hang out with in college. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, f- the, I don't know. The worst kind of people. Yeah, yeah, basically. Um, yeah. So anyway. This podcast, like the concept is that they heard, overheard from a CIA guy that yeah. the Scorpion song Winds of Change was actually written by the CIA. And Oh, and so that's like, interesting. So like, I was like, all right, that's interesting. I could see throwing money at that concept. That's an interesting idea. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, this will be, this will be good. Well, it can't be that crooked media esque, right? There's no Johns, there's no Tommies. Sounds like a good idea. Oh, I just realized what it's gonna be. And I swear to God, the very first guy that they interviewed was this guy who casually drops that he owns 
90% of a drone company in Sweden. And he's like, <laughs> I also, you know, I own 90% of a drone company in Sweden, in case anybody wants that. Uh, yeah, if you're if you're looking to bomb some Muslims. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, so the CIA is cool. Yeah, so he, like, yeah. and, he made, and he made a bunch of money like in the in the the weed industry i guess because i don't know whatever bullshit that he was doing where he met cia agents like someone probably tipped him off like hey this is about to be legal you Mm -hmm. know it's just your typical like i have money and i'm close to government people and i leverage one off the other to continue making more money oh um so oh so my the, god the very, you're making me angry the very first interview was a guy saying he had 90 percent of a drone company in sweden and like i get it the entire concept is like trying to f- interview people that know cia people and have you know some uh, like insight into this concept yeah yeah connection into it so that they actually have something to talk about yeah. but i mean you know it, it 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 tracks it tracks with them because the first when he said the concept i'm like that's actually a, that's interesting yeah. i want to hear about this and then i realized that the perspective is the neoliberal perspective so they're gonna be just like well devoid of context isn't this guy cool yeah you know <laughs> yeah of course and next we're isn't gonna be like interviewing a, isn't he like kind of like a male girl boss yeah, if you think about it, he's like really leaning in to the Muslims as he bombs them from afar. It's like <laughs> it's like he's it's it's like they're going like uh, and the, our next interview is a, a really really quirky uh Nazi scientist. You know, it's like yeah. They they just don't fucking they they are this is like kind of like the neoliberal ethos is kind of like uh, listen, I know that we're supposed to hate the military industrial complex, but some children do need to die. <laughs> like yeah. we forget that sometimes, uh-huh. you know, a lot of people forget that online world where everything, everyone's getting canceled and whatnot. But like some kids, they just need to be bombed from the sky yeah. and there's nothing if wrong with that. you don't want to run out of plastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You want yeah. plastic, don't you? Yeah. Well, yeah. look, long story short, you got to respect it. Um, you got to respect it. Oh, also later in the show, we find out that his current job is that <laughs> he headhunts ex-CIA agents to get them to work in uh, wealth management with like uh, Goldman and like Merrill Lynch and stuff. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hate these and people so his much. Ex- his explanation <laughs> for why ex-CIA agents are really good at uh, wealth management is, you know, like to do this job, you just have to be good at talking to people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. To, I'm sure that's the number one skills. fucking skill that Goldman is looking for. <laughs> oh, well, this guy, what's her, what are his credentials? Oh, he's just, uh, you know, he's really good at talking to people. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, that's the same thing with the mafia. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well. You know, they're just like they're really good at talking to people. That's why they got so far. And the uh, same thing with the uh, the Mongolians, the Mongol horde. Uh-huh. Genghis Khan, great talker. You know, he could just <laughs> he could just talk an entire uh, civilization into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All uh, these fucking people. Like it's it's just it's disheartening because of the fact that these are the people who get $100,000 an episode well, yeah, to do something. Of course. People who are already making money. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, uh, uh, yeah. Anyways, but, you know, cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so, but that's the, we got more, most of my media diary is much lighter. So, for, for instance, uh, wait, what day is it? I guess this will go up after who Wednesday, knows, Wednesday right? Yeah. 
Tomorrow's Wednesday. Today's Tuesday. Fuck, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about it yet. Oh. Hold on one second. One second. Let me see if yeah, I'm embargoed. Re- yeah, see if you're embargoed. Embargoed. But also, you know, if it comes out on Thursday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's fine. It's it's it'll, it'll, This will be, yeah. It'll be lifted by the time this comes out. Anyway. Do it. So, The Lovebirds. Have you seen the trailer for this on Netflix at all? It's, mm, uh, I don't think so. Issa Rae and Kumail Nanjiani. Oh, no. Is it a movie? It's a movie. It's directed oh, by yes. Michael Showalter. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. I saw the trailers for it. Oh, that's right, because it was supposed to be in theaters, and now everything's being released uh, streaming. Yeah, I don't know if this was ever supposed to be theaters or not, but anyway. I think it was. I mean, it, it looked like it was. I saw the trailers for it in, yeah. like, a movie theater. Is there anything worse than these movies where they take, like, two funny people, and then they stick them in, like, a concept for, like, a thriller and then they just like dick around the whole time like yeah no i mean you know it's it's annoying because they're usually bad but uh i don't know it's well it's like they tried to make do? it's like they tried to make curb your enthusiasm but like the only entire reason that curb your enthusiasm works is that it's extremely low stakes it's very yes. casual so when someone goes off on like an extemporaneous rant about toothpicks you're like ha yes that's funny uh, I mean, it's oh, the point of the show. Guys, it's lit- Yeah. Do you guys feel like with uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm that like, like, like there's people that are like, I just binge watch every episode. It's like, dude, if I had to watch more than two in a row, I fucking kill myself. Because <laughs> it's just people like screaming at each other. It's, you know, know, it's like the lot. same. It's so, it's so funny, like in little oh. spurts, but it's like. Yeah. It's just the same beat over and over. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, most of it's yeah. pretty I, casual. I mean, like the Susie or whatever. What's uh, Jeff Susie Garland? Essman. Yeah, Susie uh, Essman Jeff, stuff. I mean, her thing yeah. is being like loud and angry and, and whatever. But like. Um, yeah, I mean, but you're totally right. It's like the way Curb works is that uh, they've got the outline and they know where they're going. And then they kind of fill in the. Yeah. Uh, they fill in the the dialogue, but like, and it works because yeah, you're they, not like rushing to. You don't care where the movie's going, or you don't care where the show's going. You don't care right, about exactly. getting to the next scene. It's like they could talk about whatever, and that's right, the whole point of watching it. Uh, the entire premises uh, are mundane, anyways. It's always like that's the joke. The joke is it's like small. You know, it's the minutia that's funny. Yeah. So it's like, so they can have a conversation about a sandwich for like, you know, one full act. Yeah. And you'd you'd be okay with it because that's what the show is. Right. Whereas so like these movies, these movies, it's like Apatow. Yeah. Well, it's like, what if we took that light banter and applied it to a situation where they're literally running from their lives and killing people? Oh, I, I fucking hate and it. And you're like, no, that's not. You can't do that together. It's bad because already. Right. Already they're like yammering at each other where they're like, you know, when they just draw out any, any, any interaction uh, until it's like 10 minutes long where it's like, oh, you didn't say that the last month when we were doing this and that. It's like, oh, oh, now you're (laughs) going to tell me about blah, 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 blah. Like where they're doing that the whole time. (sighs) So imagine that. I fucking hate it. Imagine that for a whole movie, but it's also like a murder mystery. Right. Kind of. Right. Because they have to have a premise. It, it is to me like what you're describing is just like uh lazy comedic filmmaking they're like we don't have any jokes that work within the reality of the you know the narrative but what we can do 
is while the narrative is unfolding, let's just say, uh, let's just, you know, collect some funny bits of dialogue let's have where them, they can talk about nothing. Let's, have, let's do stand up every yes. fucking scene. Let's do, let's have them do bits uh, in every scene and have, have, make fun of the script that they're in. Hey, hey, have you guys, have you guys seen on a Netflix, there's like, this thing it's like middle ditch and shorts do improv for an hour have you seen that i saw oh my god i saw a trailer for it i want to fucking die (laughs) i saw a trailer for it i've never clicked away faster i mean it's unreal it's it's like a fucking tim and eric i mean it just couldn't have been more lame yeah i want to see an hour of uh thomas middle ditch getting interviewed about being a swinger that's what I'd rather hear. It's so funny. It's so funny because it's like, honestly, Thomas Middleditch sans that Playboy interview or whatever interview that was with, like, I'm a fan. Cause yeah. like I I love him on Silicon Valley. I I'm like I don't I, I fucking you know he annoys me. I always thought that he was fucking hilarious and like I was like this guy is fucking good. Obviously like Zach Ward is like the star of the show in my opinion. Like the uh, I think that's his name. I don't know what his name is. The the fucking skinny guy who yeah. uh, who was raised in foster care. Um, he he's hilarious. But I always thought Thomas Middleditch was good. Then I read that interview and I was like oh I. F- fucking hate this oh dude. no for me it's his, his ads i don't know if he's what if it was verizon yes, and it was the ads Those that's verizon absolutely ads right make me it was, hate him that's what so it was much. It's like what are you that's doing with was. your face and why does anyone think this is charming or relatable i that's exactly right it was like once the verizon ads happened that's when i started to turn on him a little bit i was like eh, yeah he doesn't need this so and that and then he started you know he did that interview and i was like oh i, I hate it right dude. so my theory is these like action comedy movies they only they only exist uh because for the for the pitch because like no one can pitch uh a show about people not doing anything joe could you yeah. stop doing funny backgrounds like while we're trying to talk because it's kind of taken away from my <laughs> this thing one's here. really good it's just a guy a huge black dude taking a shit and it just says it's a <laughs> it's a photoshop of call of duty but it just says call of doo-doo advanced warfare it's very funny and okay I'll get, I'll get okay no more <laughs> i mean you can keep whatever just don't keep changing like i can't like i can hear you guys being distracted while i'm talking yes I'm like, yeah okay, no. sorry, sorry. uh yeah so i feel like they only exist because you can't just pit, it's like seinfeld you can't pitch a show about nothing like you can right. go in there with the idea to pitch a show about nothing but before long you're pitching storylines about you know having to become someone's butler after after driving right. school or whatever. Exactly. Or or you're just like fucking, you know, uh stuck in an elevator. Yeah. So like these people, they get people that Netflix or whoever wants to give money to, like Issa Rae and Kumail, like sure, right. I'd give them money to make a thing. Uh, for for sure. But for it's sure. like then it's like, all right, well so it's Kumail and Issa and they're they're in a fucking murder mystery where they have to solve the death of a bike messenger and then uh it's basically like welfare for established comedians because it's like no one really wants to watch this two-hour netflix movie that's just a Mm -hmm. joke shitty joke concept but we're we're like happy for them that they're getting paid to make content yeah i mean i'm it's uh i'm less happy for like at this point i think kumail and Issa ray are doing great they don't need they don't need it you know, hey, imagine, so it's like, it, imagine if you're in the audience for that middle ditch and shorts thing, and then he <laughs> does some stupid fucking improv thing, and then the producer's like, "Okay, guys, 
we didn't get that. We're going to do it one more time. And then they do the same. <laughs> and then you're in the audience. You have to watch the same stupid improv. <laughs> you know, it's funny because uh, every time I go to an improv show and they ask for a suggestion from the audience, I always go, September 11th. <laughs> and uh, they never do it. Yeah. It's too bad. Yeah. Well, these movies are like, they they have dialogue that like sounds like improv and might work like if it actually uh, was improv but it's not improv it's like written which and then they're That's yelling the it at part. each other oh yeah so I, I, I just, feel like those i feel like those movies too often have they're like the title is just something like super basic it'll be like cable box yeah <laughs> or like yeah, yeah. shoe man yeah, yeah <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah. a mumblecore coffee title. cup <laughs> yeah yeah it's just something based on yeah alarm clock the puffy right. chair yeah well this one's just called the lovebirds yeah yeah it's like you know because part of it is i blame apatow a little bit because judd apatow kind of um in a way he really helped to advance the idea of like writing a story with room for for improv and like, I don't think that's a problem. I always enjoyed it. Like, you know, watching fucking. But his movies are know, about the forty-year-old virgin. To, his movies are about the like the forty-year-old virgin yeah. is about a forty-year-old virgin. Knocked yes. up is about getting knocked yeah. up. These movies are like, all right, it's a joke, but like they, uh, you know, they they accidentally kill the guy, or like uh, Amy Schumer gets kidnapped in South America, but it's funny. right, yeah. And you're like, no, yeah, it. It's it, yeah, it's annoying because it's like it probably just created an entire because I can't say it definitely did because I do not watch comedies, uh, but it's like it feels like it created a bunch of like a genre of movie that's like a comedy uh, only because they hired comedians to do bits in place of actual dialogue yeah it's you know? like real it's like kind of how the kardashians is not really a reality show it's just like right. a place for like shitty people to act out like a half-baked sitcom script like they have like right. the kernel of like a b-story idea uh that you would pitch in a writer's room for a sitcom yeah. and then that then you just have reality show people but they do the same thing with you know like this script this isn't good enough to be an action movie but what if we had people just sort of like armpit fart through it and right. there's yeah. been a bunch there's like the tourist with johnny depp uh angelina jolie there's night uh -huh. and day tom cruise and cameron mm -hmm. diaz it's like the like they've made this genre of like bad action movies that are comedies because we don't care yeah. and i don't know why they're still doing it because they're fucking terrible <clears throat> i don't know maybe it's like i i imagine there's always like some one of them that's making money like all of kevin hart's movies or something they're probably like doing great and then they're like what if we try kevin hart but with kumail and yeah. it's like more power to him i'm happy for kumail but also i'm never gonna watch it right but I, I i don't watch those fucking you know those kevin uh what's his name Hart. i just kevin hart i just said it and yeah. i literally forgot who he was um yeah, I don't watch those either. I just don't fuck with comedies. I I I like I well, like not watching shitty ones that are sad like, movies. I think the death of Dick Long is a comedy. It's just not yes. that kind of shitty where do you dumb guys, comedy. Where do you guys stand on Pete Davidson? I like honest, him. I interviewed him and I liked I, him. He was like an interesting interview. Yeah, to be honest with you, he's one of those guys who like I I kind of like. 
I kind of like him and I want to not like him because he is what he's that level of comedian where he's so popular. He's he's like a pop comedian. You know what I mean? But not uh-huh. he's not popular as a comic. It's a very weird thing. He's a famous yeah. person. He's yeah. a celebrity. He like transcended comedy to become like a famous celebrity, which is weird. Yeah. And I feel like. I don't know how much he engineered that or if it was accidental kind of thing. I mean, I think I think as soon as you date like one of the biggest pop stars in the world, I think you're setting yourself up a little bit for disaster. Yeah. Um, or, or, I mean, it depends if he considers his career choices disastrous. But he's also, you know, it'd be one thing if he was constantly Hollywood's big thing where he's like starring in all these comedies like Kevin Hart, right? But he's not. He's pretty much just on SNL and doing stand-up. Yeah. And it's kind of a weird thing cuz you're just like he doesn't he doesn't have to do movies and and it also seems like he doesn't have to do SNL. He could quit SNL and just do stand up. Uh and I think he would be happy with it. Which is which yeah. kind of makes me like him. I don't know. I like that he doesn't feel the need to uh make us constantly inundated with trash that he's making i <laughs> yeah. respect that yeah i respect that he's not always trying to be like watch my new movie fuck you no he's just like <laughs> he just wants to do oxy and you know fuck fuck famous people and make, make vape in his that. bathtub yeah For exactly yeah 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 um i don't know like i didn't really know what to think about him but um <clears throat> I don't know. I interviewed him and he was like notably like candid. I don't know. Maybe he does that to everybody where he kind of like charms you. And I that's think why he's, he's a really, I, I've met him, I met him a bunch of times before he got famous. So he was always really, really, really a nice dude. I thought he was uh, half black. The entire <laughs> Me time. too. I know him. Me too. I've never been more like confused when somebody told me he was just a Jewish dude. I was like, what? <laughs> Not just that. He is exactly my genetic makeup he is half irish half jewish the dude it looks black and he looks mixed right he looks mixed and and here's the thing though maybe he's sephardic uh, i assume so but i i don't know all i know is that like let's measure his skull (laughs) doesn't first of all we should measure his skull (laughs) i think that's the best way of finding out yeah um (laughs) But also, it's I think half of it is is you know that you know he kind of carries himself in a little bit of he's got this New York feel to him where you're like, is he Puerto Rican or something? Yeah. And I think the other half of it is that yeah, he was always hanging around like black comics, like yeah. all his friends are black dudes. So I just I think, assumed, oh, he's a black dude too. Yeah, I think it's that he probably says the n word and he looks like it. You know what I mean? <laughs> right? He looks yeah, he like definitely says it. He looks like he he just one day started saying the n-word and uh he didn't get in trouble for it uh, because people thought he was mixed and so he just kind of kept it going and he's like the only way that i'm going to be able to to continue doing this is if i if i just if i just don't tell anyone and i just keep so you know that's that's what he looks like he looks like a a white kid who says the n-word a lot and you kind of go like maybe he's mixed um yeah wait did you say he's in a movie uh, he yeah, is. he's got a Judd Apatow movie coming out on uh, streaming, uh, where that... he's it's like a ba- it's like based on his life because his okay. dad was killed in in nine eleven. Yeah, yeah. His, now his you feel bad, 9/11. don't you, Matt? You fucker. No, dude, no. I just like why couldn't it's like I keep rooting for my parents to die from COVID. So like I have a <laughs> yeah. little leg up. Yeah. In comedy, like everybody's like, oh, that's the guy who's da- died of COVID, and then yeah. they give me spots. 
Yeah, I feel like yeah, that yeah, always yeah. helps, you know? Well, you no, need it always to, helps. You need to yeah, fuck to a pop personal star, tragedy. too, so... Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, fuck a pop star and then, you know, kill your parents or something. That Yeah, it's crazy that his dad died on 9-11. His dad was the Jewish one, and it makes it more tragic because you know he missed the call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forgot he didn't get that call that morning. <laughs> George W. Bush calling him, telling him to clear out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, tell him, clear out. <laughs> We're doing 9-11. Hey, this is George W. Bush. Uh, yeah, that's, taunt. I think, George. That's George H.W. Bush. Okay, well, you know, it's George. his dad. Yeah, yeah, it's his dad. All right, so I'm I got do, more I'm on this. I'm doing 9-11 for my son. All right, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I got more on this list, so, you know, strap oh, in, Oh, thank God. Guys. Yeah, I know you guys are enjoying this so far. Thanks, Joe. Joe's showing me different angles of his dick. Uh have you been watching run <laughs> what is run run is the show on hbo oh i know i have not watched it but because it's hbo i'm like i should watch it yeah right? with donald yeah. gleason and uh what's yeah, the name? Yeah. weaver weaving or i forget yeah yeah um yeah so it's uh it's it's executive produced by the chick from fleabag and i think one of her friends is like the creator and writer okay so and i'm sort of in i'm, I'm in and out on it i'm kind of into it the the premise is that like donald gleason and his girlfriend in college from like 15 years ago had some sort of pact where if they like texted each other run and the other person responds mm-hmm. with run they like go and get on a train somewhere and spend i don't know anyway so they go and they fucking get on a train somewhere and uh it's funny because it's all based like on a train so you can tell like a british person wrote it because you're like do we even have a train that goes from la to chicago i don't think <laughs> i don't even know if that exists and no. uh i was kind of fine oh, wait with... is it is it set in america no it's yeah set it's in set in america right? what yeah all right although donald gleason is irish in it like he's using his natural accent which oh is okay nice. thank god yeah but um and so, one, so I'm, I've been watching it, and then on last night's episode, or the other night's episode, whatever, this week, they had uh, a cop character, and I mm-hmm. realized that whenever, the moment when I check out of British people writing stuff set in America is the minute there's like a cop character, because they like, <laughs> like they completely don't know how to write it, like they write these yeah. weird, uh, like cop characters that are like doing banter with random people, and yeah. it's like supposed to be cute and yes yes as an american you just watch it and you're like oh no yeah, there's no, no way there's, there's no way like at one point there's there's like a female cop that's flirting with one of the characters and at one point yes. the girl she has a crush on just takes off her like uh bulletproof vest like as a oh let me yeah un-, and she like unstraps it and you're like oh no this is not you would get yeah, tased right. for this this is not yeah gonna have-. and i realize it's kind of the same thing with three billboards too where it's like Oh uh, my an god! Irish person writing a bunch of American cops, and yeah. uh, and you're like, no, like I don't think you've grown up with the specific like power disparity here, and it right. it comes off weird. You're like, that doesn't happen in the U.S. Well, it's it's interesting because I think one's worse than the other. It's like if you're British and you're just gonna write an American cop like a Bobby, you know, like a <laughs> uh, oh, Bobby on the beat, yeah. Then uh, Oi, it's almost oh you oh, lot, you lot get oh, out of here, yeah. Uh, oh, oi, oi there, that's not good. I'll report you to the queen. I don't know what they do. Uh-huh. But like, if you write them cutesy, that's one thing. But if what's worse about Three Billboards is he tried to write them as racist with a heart of gold. <laughs> and yeah, or whatever so the it was fuck almost that like was he supposed had, to be. 
he had some understanding of like like he had heard about bad yeah. cops but he didn't he didn't do much research beyond that it was like so, some like, shitty red on tv mixed with like his yeah. weird i've heard that cops over there are racist so i'm <laughs> going to write a racist cop with a heart of gold <laughs> hey you know what i didn't realize is that i watched uh the true story of the kelly gang i didn't realize oh, shit, i haven't seen that yet i didn't realize da was a real thing oh yeah yeah you're Go and da. fight your da go fight I your da know. i thought I thought that was yeah, it's amazing. I'm gonna shoot Every your da. Every time they said da, I was fucking laughing. <laughs> oh, I love me da and me ma. I love them both. Me ma and me da. To, I'm going to have to fight me da. <laughs> Always fight your da. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, it is. It is a real thing. I learned that from in the name of the da. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but. Uh, yeah, in I, the name I of want... the da, the son, and Jesus. And Jesus, the son, and the da. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes. So anyway, like, I, thought was, I thought that was funny. And then it made me think back to like the time I was in uh, Australia in college. And I forget what we were doing. I think we were like had won a basketball tournament. And we were just like drunkenly walking home, like knocking people's trash cans over. And Sick. like eventually the cops stopped us. And uh, I was all fucking worried because you know police because right, police are scary yeah yeah and then one of them was like a lady cop and my friend was like hitting on the lady cop and like feeling the material of her jacket and like wow they were like going back and forth and she was kind of like flirting back at him and i was just what like what the fuck i was like am i fucking hallucinating here like the the interaction between police and citizens are very different in other places that is insane much. yeah oh god damn that's that's nice. Sounds kind of hot though. It does sound hot. It made me a little horny. Yeah. yeah. Oh. You said, oh, fuck me, buddy. Oh my god. Yeah. Ah. Uh, well, those are those are some good media complaints. That's all dude. I got. Well, this one's not a complaint so much, but uh, okay. Magnum PI is on uh, Amazon Prime now. Yeah. And have you have you watched the intro as an adult? I've never seen the show. I don't even know what PI stands for. Pussy oh, really? Inspector. You never seen Magnum PI? Nah, I know it's Tom Selleck inspecting pussies. <laughs> Basically, I mean. The- <laughs> Yo, what's up? I'm Magnum Pussy Inspector. <laughs> Yo, girl, let me see that pussy. No, here I'll play oh, some of the good. I'll play some of the theme music let me for see you. Your pussy. Play it. Cause this fucking I mean this this intro gets me fucking hype. Mm. Oh yeah, that's that's a tasty guitar leg. Yo, yeah, uh. And then all this part, all, like this is all set to like cut scenes of him like peeling out in a Ferrari and like driving a helicopter. And there's one mm-hmm. where like he's, I guess he's teaching a girl to snorkel, and he just like looks at her butt, which is out of the water, and then like winks at the camera. <laughs> oh hell yeah! <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. So I feel like we missed the golden age of like the television. The intro. Oh, this shit goes on for a full minute, by the way. That's true. You know what's weird? It's like somewhere in my brain, every time I hear Tom Selleck, I think he died of HIV. (laughs) 
<laughs> you're probably thinking of Fred, you're probably thinking of Freddie fucking weird Freddie who am I Mercury. thinking of it's gotta be Freddie Mercury no but it's like somebody with curly maybe it's the dad from the fucking Brady's or something like but every time I see Tom Selleck I go oh he died of HIV that's but I, weird I, I know I weirdly know what you're talking about <laughs> yeah who the fuck is it I don't think no Tom, gotta be somebody. Tom Selleck didn't die of AIDS I think he's like a huge Republican now no, no, I, no, he definitely he's, did it. He's definitely dead. <laughs> Maybe Isn't it was he? like a well. It was like one of those like uh, rumors, Wait, he, like when we were kids or something. Did he not die? Oh no, he's he's still alive. Who died? Dude, he's like he's like on the AARP. He does like AARP like ads. Well, he's like seventy five almost, but I don't know. Why I thought Tom Selleck died, but uh, yeah, I I know it's weird. I know exactly what you're talking about. Tom Selleck <laughs> no. and AIDS. I don't know why though. There's got to be oh, like some oh, thing that Oh. 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 Burt Reynolds. <laughs> no. <laughs> but well no, no but, but Burt Burt Reynolds is dead not and he of AIDS that I know of. Not of AIDS, just like but, 90. No, this is But he feels like he, he had AIDS. Had AIDS. <laughs> is that weird? <laughs> There's something AIDSy about him. Eh. Wasting disease. But he looks good. He's never looked like he had AIDS, but he feels. Anyways. Yeah, there's, um, I just thought he was like, I don't know. Sometimes I think somebody told me he was like gay and had AIDS. And now it's like, in, it's like embedded in my brain. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Strange. Yeah. 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 Well. Well, so that's it. That's so, all I got. All right. Well, what's going on hey, with me? You what's guys. What's going on with you, Matt? What's going on with me? What have huh? you been doing? Hey, what do you? Hey, Matt. What's up? Um, what do you? How you been? Uh, holy shit, Joe! Is that a joke? It is. <laughs> is you Joker haven't seen that? Me? I told. I told you, bro. <laughs> He's had this behind him you. the entire <laughs> fucking broadcast, and it's a fucking Joker. It's like I told, it, I told you, bro. Oh, man, did you paint you that? Have you here. gotten clown pilled? Uh, no. I mean, this pill. is my this is my brother in law's room. <laughs> That's pretty great. I love it. He's oh, very he... into guns, weed, and video games. Yeah. Well, that's all the things that you need in life. Yeah. I mean, you don't really need much more than that in life. Just um, um, some cool tunes, some tasty waves. Tasty waves, bruh. Um, so, Matt. Yeah. What's up, dude? What do you? Uh, how you? What have you been doing during this quarantine? You been doing any shows? Oh well, it's fun that you bring that up. Yeah, so it's um, fun how you bring that. You know what's crazy though? I have to take a piss. Oh god damn it! You, what, you guys talk about something for a second. No, wait. Okay. You don't want to talk to me, dude? No, I'll talk to you. What's oh, up? God. Yeah. So my brother, my brother-in-law has a picture of uh, the Joker. He's very, very into the. He's a, he's very a typical twenty-five-year-old uh, male. Does he still it, live there, or is, is that it, just like his like high school room? Yeah, yeah. It's amazing how many like, mean, yeah. mid twenties. That wasn't a yes or still, no question. No, he lives here. Yeah, oh, he okay. lives here. Yeah, it's amazing how many like mid twenty year old um, people like live with their parents still. Yeah, part of me wishes I would have done that, and then I could have not. I could not still be paying off my student loans, uh, right. Almost twenty years after I graduated college, but then the other part of me thinks uh no i probably would have killed myself and them 
Well, dude, his, my um, in-laws are so fucking dope that like I've been living in their house for two months and it's like, I don't really want to leave. Like I could fucking live here. Yeah. And be fine. I'm 41. I feel like it's different when it's someone else's parents. Cause then you don't feel as Yeah. Much. There's no baggage. Yeah. Like, I don't think my parents would have been up in my shit too much or that I wouldn't. Well, they were already divorced by then, but uh, I just don't think I could handle little that idiosyncrasies. level. little idiosyncrasies. Yeah. I just don't think I could handle that level of FaceTime with either of my parents. You're talking about yeah. your parents' divorce? Yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh, that's so sad. Yeah, super sad. Ew. So, what have I been up to, you asked? seamlessly yeah uh so uh <clears throat> so i um for the last week have taken part in a um roast uh, uh a roast tournament uh-huh. Uh-huh. uh on zoom uh called coast to coast roast so basically what it is is it's like uh it's like a roast battle um except for every city has two comedians as representatives and your city uh, roasts another city so you don't necessarily roast comedians you roast the city but i kind of did both uh-huh. uh and i got booked last minute on it like i was booked the i don't know the day before the very first one because someone dropped out um and so i, I was a, a representative uh comedian from san francisco so mm-hmm. i i was part of the san francisco team which is a lie it is a lie, but the truth of it was is that there was a few comedians um, who represented different cities that don't live in those cities anymore. They either live in L.A. or New York. So yeah. I was, I was, I felt less weird about it. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, Joe, have you ever done a roast before? You know what? I've never done one. I'm. Um, it's funny. Like, I, I, I don't. I think I would like feel bad. Yeah. So, I mean, I, no I feel way. you on that. I am actually, I take that back. I once did a pilot called big boys comedy throwdown. And part of it was a <laughs> oh, roast big boy, battle. like, like big boy in the morning, big boy in the morning. He hosted a comedy show as like, he did a pilot as part of yeah. whatever his deal with iHeartRadio. Sure. And it, it was called Big Boys Comedy Throwdown, and I was one of the comedians. Oh, and nice. so I had to roast uh, some dude. So, I mean, I this is this was my first time ever uh, doing a roast. <clears throat> and, like, so the first day, it was uh, me against... Uh, well, it's, like, it was, it's like a toast, but it's mean. That's, how, that's why it's called a roast. That's right. Yeah. It's like a it's a roast toast. Mm-hmm. So um so yeah, I mean I'd just never done one before and because it was on Zoom, if you I was if like, you'd have asked me before, I could I told have you asked. that. Yeah. I fucked up by not asking. Um but uh because it was on Zoom, I kind of thought like you know, I I had 24 hours of notice. It's on Zoom, whatever. This is going to be fine. Um the first show I uh, it was it was me and another comedian uh, from San Francisco named Clara and uh, we did so bad that mm-hmm. I could not sleep the that night wow. I was depressed for a day it it, it was like because it was a thing line. where I do that every day yeah, 
bombing on a Zoom show is just is worse than bombing <laughs> on stage because bombing on stage it's it's uh, I I've never bombed on a roast on stage because I've never done an on stage roast. I imagine it feels similar, but it was like not only were you bad, but you are bad. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like yeah. you, like you're, you're, you're trash. Like this applies Someone, to your entire persona now. Yes, exactly. And, and you know, it's similar with stand up where you're just like, oh, they hated me, not just my jokes. They hated me as a person, but it's different because no one's actually making fun of you. Uh-huh. When, when you lose in a roast and you bomb in a roast, <laughs> you feel like the worst version of yourself ever. And like a lot of this was like the fact that I didn't think that I had to take it seriously because I thought it was like, just, I don't know. I thought it was going to be I, basically a bunch of open micers and it essentially was um but uh the hosts are mark norman and uh joe list uh who i like a lot and i was like all right you know what i'm actually gonna try now so i did three more roasts and we 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 won one uh we mostly lost i'm not gonna lie uh you know uh, my roast partner was not um the best she she definitely wasn't uh she doesn't she doesn't write roast jokes and she doesn't she's from france yeah i don't think they have the same roasting tradition in france or it's just called, i mean that's just called talking right exactly but that, that's the thing it's like i, I they don't think laugh was, but they just they just wave their handkerchiefs up in the air when you do like a really good when you do a really right. good diss they they don't laugh they just will say something rude uh-huh. And you're just like, I don't think that's a roast, but like, yeah, she, so, it, you know, it definitely was they're like just painting big moles on each other's cheeks. And then they say something really mean <laughs> yeah, and then like, they all wave their handkerchiefs in the air. Why don't you uh, Jerry Louise? I can't, why can't I do French? Why can't I fucking do French? Jerry Louise. Yeah. Oh, je, uh, 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 I am from France. Uh, I, I can't do it. I je can't do it. Uh, Jerry Louise. Uh, Uh, anyways, I couldn't, I, uh, uh, like she definitely was not, um, uh, like writing roast joke. Like I, uh, her and I worked together to try to like get some together, but it was definitely like, there was a, it was a lot of pushback where she was like, I don't want to do that joke. I don't want to do that joke. And I was like, all right, that's fine. You do your own jokes. But because of that, I was like, I have to write the best roast jokes that i can so that i don't humiliate myself were they just and uh were they all just fucking home runs no they weren't all home runs but uh did you shred uh, want me, want, uh I, I i i feel pretty good about it i'm gonna put some of the videos online of it but um would you like me to read you some roast jokes oh of this course is, i didn't know that's is, where we're going with this but yeah the, i, I yeah this is it. this is matt roast jokes corner um all right so let me let me read you uh some roast jokes from portland here's here's one um uh, uh, excuse me uh there's a lot of feminist strippers in portland which makes no sense it's hard to reclaim your body when the only person who will ever claim your body is your dad after you od on fentanyl all right that's one wow that's All right, a, you're, you went hard in the paint on that one. Here's another one. Uh, it's weird how few Jews live in Portland. Portland is the most bikeable city, but the least kikeable city. <laughs> All right, <laughs> how about that? That's good. I liked it. 
Right, here's another one. Uh, here's a I mean, fun I don't know fact. if you're allowed to. You're going to get canceled for that, but sure. I think I, I'm allowed to say cagable. Um, <laughs> fun fact, Portland was almost named Boston by a coin toss, which is too bad because uh, the Boston Marathon bombing would have been a more fitting name for the Bridgetown Comedy Festival. Oh. Huh? How about that? Boy, you like went all around. You went all around. Uh, Goddamn you, right. You You went a long way for that joke. All right. Well, like check it. this one out. It's just, yeah. Uh, you stretch Armstrong heavy... there. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, a lot of heavy hitters from Portland. Ian Carmel, Ron Funches, Shane Torres, Adam Posse. Wait, sorry. I, I meant to say heavy titters. <laughs> the ci- <laughs> hey. The, the city's not <laughs> landlocked. That explains why so many whales come from there. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Wait, are we starting beefs already? Well, okay. So, what? Uh, listen, we're not starting beefs. Uh, with that one, uh, I I reached out to uh, because like for for all of these, I was like, I don't know if I'm writing good roast jokes at all. I don't know how you know. And so I would send them word to Brent. mostly the wordplay. It's mostly wordplay. That's what I uh, I learned. And uh, I, so I sent uh, I sent my Portland roast to uh, to Brendan Lynch and uh, <laughs> yeah. and and Brendan Lynch is just. He's so fucking. He's he's the meanest man in the world. <laughs> well, so he his wrote, jokes are he, so mean, but he's. I mean, person to person, no, he's like weirdly nice, and you expect. Oh, him he's to be the nicest. Mean. He's very nice in real life. His it's 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 his persona uh, when he's writing is mean. He wrote some roast jokes for me that I couldn't do because I was <laughs> yeah. like, I will never like. I don't know these people. And I can't like one of them was uh, about uh, another comedian's Conan set, and it was just one that was like, "Hey, I- I'm sorry, I'm having some audio problems. Uh, all I hear is silence. Oh, it must be X's Conan set." And I was just like, "If I do that, that person's gonna hate me forever." Because I watched the Conan set, and I was like, "Yeah, that's a bomb." <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so like but he's a great person well it's weird when it's when there's like no dais because like you know at a roast you like the people that are in the room accept the idea that they might get shit on whereas here you're just like yeah you know who else uh matt Lieb's a a big stupid looking kike uh what's up with that guy yeah Yeah, and they're not they're not there to defend themselves is (laughs) always the funny thing and i wrote a lot of things that were uh people who couldn't defend themselves let me do you guys want to hear some ones from uh <laughs> sure let's just do it yeah yeah you guys uh here, this is my ones from la are you guys ready you guys ready for this yes right. yes uh the pandemic proved how important it is to wash your hands uh, luckily the virus didn't spread too much in la because most of the city is already washed up all right yeah, how about that hey, hey 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 check this out all right <clears throat> excuse me excuse me L- let me do this one mm. Uh, every woman in LA is on TikTok, and so is their biological clock. The only <laughs> eggs that LA women have left in their pussy was purchased on Goop.com. <laughs> and uh, then I made fun of Steph Tolov, who's a lovely comedian who I love. Uh, uh, Steph Tolov does TikToks with her family. That's the hardest I've seen an Angelino drag down their family since Kobe Bryant said, it's okay, Gigi, helicopters are fun. So that was a fun one. Sure, sure. Um, Again, that's yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Now I'm gonna now I'm gonna give you my favorites. Do you just so is I that want... normal? You just name drop tragedies. Just like, yeah. Uh, that's, that's I haven't dude, seen someone go down yeah. that hard since Pete Davidson's dad uh, ran up the stairs at uh, in the World Trade Center. Oh yeah. I mean, it's like 
you really yeah that's that is a big secret uh and also it's wordplay and tragedy okay like right. for, for denver one i didn't use was uh in 2019 maria bamford headlined the high plains comedy festival and in 1997 john denver headlined the low plains comedy festival <laughs> damn low plains. i get it because he crashed he crashed and died dude i don't know that's like that's you know i barely remember that john denver died in a plane crash but i like it yeah all right i like jokes that remember me about history hey vince hey try this on try this on for size okay all right i'm in the dressing room all right they call uh denver the mile high city which uh which means that every comedian in denver is technically a part of the mile high club because uh they all suck dick (laughs) (laughs) sure all right okay (laughs) try try this on for size you guys you went sophisticated uh, with that last one. I hope you keep keep it up. Yeah, I had to like do, I had to do like math and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I got some. This is this is my most sophisticated roast. You guys ready? Sure. Try this on for size. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Uh, have you seen this? Have you heard about? Uh, Tim Allen was born in Denver, and he was arrested for dealing cocaine, and uh, he snitched on his friends to get out of jail. I only wish other Denver comedians would follow his lead and avoid doing time. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Hey, uh, Roseanne, uh, also from Denver, uh, her show had twice I'd the ratings. Snitch, of- I'd snitch out my best friends to keep most Denver comics I know from doing 10 minutes. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Hey, some, some, I don't know. That's pretty good. I don't know. Check this out. Sure. Roseanne's show had twice the ratings of home improvement. So ironically, Tim Allen actually did spend his whole career behind bars. Huh? Yeah. How about that? Oh yeah. That's, that's wordplay. Yeah. Oh All yeah. Right. Check this out. Uh, <laughs> You guys ready? All right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, so uh, the Comedy Works is a comedy club in Denver, and it's 5,000 feet above sea level, but it's also 10,000 feet below A level. It's a B club. Uh-huh. It's a B club, guys. <laughs> I like it. A B club. Hey, guys. Uh-huh. It's a fucking B. All right. <laughs> comedy Works takes your cell phone before you can sit down I and watch anything, a show. I think anything bigger than a, than a B club is unnecessary. Oh, I got that. I like yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, like a B cup. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, more, all than right. a, more than a handful. What are you gonna do with it? Yeah. Oh, that would have been better. I should no, have said your your tits have. are small. Are there <laughs> five thousand feet below sea level? All right. <laughs> <clears throat> all right. Now check this out. Comedy Works takes your cell phone before you can sit down and watch a show. Which is uh, nice that they take your cell phone, because usually if people in Denver want to avoid a cell, they snitch on their friends like Tim Allen. <laughs> <clears throat> That's a good callback. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> you guys ready for uh-huh. the... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys ready for the last one? Okay. Is this the last one? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, I got more. No, I, <laughs> I got... well, you said it was no, the last you one. You guys want but... more? Is that what you want? Well, I just wanted to hear the closer, because you said it was the closer. Okay, well, I'll do it. Hey, you guys ready? You guys uh-huh. ready for this? Oh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, TJ Miller uh, is also from Denver. Uh, a lot of Denver comedians don't like TJ Miller, but they'll still feature for him because they need the money. You know, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't blame you, comics. It's hard. It, it, it's, oh, hold on. <laughs> I fucked up the joke. <laughs> uh, yeah, because they, they need the money, you know, but uh, I, I get it. He's a hard person to say no to. As he was accused of rape. No, yeah, 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 yeah. no, I got. And let me. I, hold on, I got a tag. 
uh, TJ Miller is the Kobe Bryant of uh, of Denver comedy in that he has forced Denver women to open for him. Uh, wait, I don't. He's forced women in Denver to open for him. Yeah, the Kobe open. Bryant. Yeah, he forced a woman in Denver to open for him. Uh, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, Her yeah. vaginal opening. No, no, no. I forgot that Kobe Vince. Ryan's thing was in Denver. Vince. That's why. That's, you know. Vince. You're relying on a lot he of. He raped a woman. Oh, okay. All right. And that is, he opened I her. I forgot that it was in Denver. That's all. It was. Okay. Well, now I get it. Uh, all right, uh, TJ Miller, Roseanne Barr, and Tim Allen oh, were all either canceled or fired from their shows. That means Denver's most successful right-wing joker was the Aurora Shooter. Mm. Say what you will about that shooting. <laughs> at least it was a hit with the kids. All right, I'm done. Uh, well, <sighs> you my, know, okay, can I, my can I just hurts. tell you? Is that, is that the goal? <laughs> the goal, here's the problem. You guys are at a point in your life where you can't, understand greatness uh-huh sure like you hear joke structure and it bores you but you should see no, those are the, good jokes I you like should it. see the you should see the vermin who <laughs> go to a roast battle they're not only evil but they're stupid mm. so the audience they you know how it's, we call our audience piggies yeah these ones you these call are vermin the, these are, I, well, I think they're piggies too, but they're worse because they're more, uh, they're more disgusting. So I uh -huh. need to think of a, a more evil piggy because there's a word for it. I don't know what it is. They're, what's the, what's what's worse than a pig? Uh, a rat. Uh, Maybe. Uh, I don't know. That's a tough question. Yeah, I don't know either. I guess I'll have to ask your mom. Oh, your mom. Okay, all right. I didn't know we we're going hey, there. Vince. I didn't know I was included in this. Yeah, now now you've incurred my wrath. Your your mom, <laughs> a Damn. fucking pig. Damn. Hey dude. Joe. Hey Joe. Yeah. Uh, hope you die of AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> wow, dude, that's a roast and a half. You hey, got... how you doing? This is roast Matt. <laughs> dude, one time I uh, one of my favorite sets I've ever scene was there was this dude it was like it was like when i first got to la yeah. and i was doing i did a bringer show um because <laughs> some guy talked me into it he goes it's actually like a really great crowd and there's like a ton of people so, mm -hmm. so i did a bringer really show audience. and i and i ended up bringing like whatever my brother-in-law my sister but this dude went up and he was just like black dude and he went up and he did like literally five minutes about how he hoped gays would jump into a volcano and he's like i hope like all the gay people with aids would jump in a volcano and no one was like no one was laughing and he was screaming it in anger and i was just in the back like on the fucking floor i thought it was the best stand up i've ever seen like andy kaufman level yeah i mean it was just like he would he was he did not and he also did not know he was bombing that was the best part like he he kept like leaning in like, like yeah he was just ripping so hard <clears throat> yeah the crazy thing about like a roast um is that like you listen there were people trying anti anti-comedy roast jokes and that even even at a fucking club it's hard to make those work on yeah, a Zoom, be more McDonald's. On a Zoom show, it's impossible. Yeah. So, like, 
watching people do anti-comedy roast jokes on the Zoom show was watching like after they're done with the the first one it you you look at their face and you realize that they're, they're they they did not they did not know what they were getting into that <laughs> the humiliation of do because that's the thing if you do anti-comedy on stage is just regular anti-comedy not even a roast you can do it and you can you see it all the time the people in the alt comedy scene who come in with the confidence of someone who's not bombing while they're bombing and and you can convince yourself that you're just doing art but uh, when you're on a ro- i did when you're art. on a ro- yeah when you're on a roast show uh, then once you're done doing your bad joke which is what a lot of anti-comedy is uh someone will then say a really good joke and then you're just like then your th- your only choice is to double down and keep being bad so it, there was a few times during this roast where i watched people kind of go like oh god i have to do this three more times it was uh it was pretty it was pretty great but um you know it was it was a fun experience. Uh, you know, yeah. I had a great I forget time. What op- I think this was one of the first open mics that we met at, Matt. But like, yeah, I forget what happened. <clears throat> but people were started like it was the one that where there was only like five comics in the audience, and basically, if you're getting any laughter, it was one. It was from one of the hosts who were both yes, you know, like middle aged weirdos, right? Yeah, and uh, and I forget why it like why i started doing it but i think someone was like just doing you know like joke book jokes uh-huh. you know uh oh it happens and then they were crushing so i was like and i was just goofing around and so i started doing like all the dumb like joke book jokes that that i can uh-huh. remember and of course those all got like way bigger laughs than anything i'd ever said yeah <laughs> like at that open mic and it's uh, the worst and i didn't know whether to blame myself or like the situation and uh, i think yeah. it's a bit of both yeah you know some of it is uh you know you you uh some of it is you deciding to pander for the laugh and not pander because you're doing jokes but joke book jokes in general you're just like it's not like i'm ever going to use these i'm never going to try to make a career out of these i'm literally it's like uh, comedians in la at la open mics when they do comedy that only comedians get yeah you know but at the same time there's some people that just make a career like gilbert Gottfried now almost does like exclusively like joke book kind of jokes but he knows sure. a, enough of them that and and he sells them enough that it's uh like it works for him and so you're yeah. like yeah well why, maybe i don't know why not yeah 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 i mean uh, some people can do it's kind of like like norm mcdonald he can do fucking anti-comedy all day and it's the funniest thing you've ever seen yeah, well, just because yeah, he can a, do it he's brilliant doesn't, at it doesn't mean anyone else should do it you know it's uh but uh yeah 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 speaking of doing it how's your mom's uh, asshole doing <laughs> Oh, roast we're doing mat. that. We're doing that again. Yeah, it's roast mat. What's up? It's not. It's not doing good. She's actually getting uh, some surgery on her intestines. Oh, what what happened? Uh, what happened to her intestines? Uh, we have a uh, a a what is it called? Uh, polyp. We have a, pol- a polyp familial polyps. Mm. She's getting her some polyps removed. Oh, that's interesting. You know, yeah. because uh, last time I uh, saw her asshole with. It was Jackson Polyps. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. I was wondering where you were going to take that. Uh-huh. I, it was, oh, you mean because you made like a splatter painting out of it? Is that what you're saying? I did. Yeah. Uh, goddamn right. You made a splatter oh, painting and, uh, out of my mom's Joseph asshole. Oh, and Clitico is here. 
you know, Joe Sinclair, he's got a, you know, he's a big pussy because you could tell because he's got a clit, a clit in his last name. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. he's got a. Dude, you know what the other thing about roast battles is? I'm in the middle of a like roast. Somebody, could, somebody could be shredding, and then like it switches. They they say like a stupid joke that doesn't get a response, and the other guy who's been eating shit gets a huge response. And yeah. it's kind of like, <clears throat> it's just really like you die off your last joke. Yeah. yeah. yeah or yeah. if you do something that, that people don't get right away, but like, like if you screw up the timing of it, where it's like, it takes them a second to get it, but then you go to the next joke before they have a, ch- before it has a chance to register. Then it, it feels like a bomb, even though it might not have been. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Whatever. Oh, sorry. I started reading a tweet in the middle of. What does the tweet say? Oh, uh, it was uh, it it was Scott Bromley of the Star Wars show bragging about how many how many webbies he has. Piece of shit. Uh, Did you not win a win a webby? We didn't win. We didn't win a webby. And you know what? That's fine. I'm fine with it. You know why? Because I don't even care. I don't need a Webby to feel happy. Hey, you know, Webbies are for people that are on the web, but they should be for shit fuckers. Dude, I like Idiots. that. Yeah, Dumb, yeah. Dum-dums. Yeah, Webby. That was my roast joke. Uh, you know, like, uh, 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 the Webbies, I'm fu- if I, I, they're either for people on the internet or for spiders. That's why I tried to give one to your mom's veins. Yeah, I, I like that. Yeah, her leg. Um, I tried to give one to your mom's leg veins. Varicose veins. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. More like. Hey, I have. I have one. I have one movie pitch what? for you guys. You Debbie does it? phallus. Oh, yeah. More like Webby does phallus. <laughs> <sighs> That's pretty good. Yeah, let's. Uh, Joe's got a movie pitch though. I love it. I got one. I got only one. Okay. 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 It's that. It's the premise. It's that movie yesterday, uh-huh. but instead of the only person that remembers the Beatles, he's the only person that's heard the Joe Rogan experience. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's just a guy. Just it's called. Like, it's entirely possible about elk and shit and <laughs> everybody's like dude calm down bro that's no a, it's actually no very dude they're premise. actually like these are actually legit uh cannabinoid oils and uh <laughs> yeah all that shit dude i've been sourcing like the finest nootropics and they're like what are you talking about yeah they're like what what nootropics what the fuck are you talking about yeah you know i tried to listen to uh to joe rogan but then uh i realized that you know, our podcast doesn't have that much structure. No, not at all. But his podcast has no structure. And and it was like in a way where I was like, I can't, I can't actually handle this. Because he had Dan Carlin on, the guy who mm-hmm. does Hardcore History. Yeah. And I was like... That's how you I know, heard about Dan Carlin, I think. I, I was looking yeah. for, more, for more Dan Carlin content. Which you know, is funny because like, I've only heard like 10 Joe Rogan podcasts. And that, I think that happened to be one of them. Oh, that's crazy. But yeah, it's like fucking, you know, uh, I love hardcore history. So I wanted to hear, you know, kind of Dan Carlin in interview and um, and in casual interview, because I'm sure he's done interviews that are, you know, but it was just 
nonstop where it was just, you know, like robots are going to fucking take over. They're going to fucking take over. <laughs> yeah. And then and Dan Carlin like, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a matter of time. And you're just like, uh, 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 like uh, uh, talk about World War One. Yeah. I like that. Um, I like that now that he's he's become popular enough that like mainstream media figures have taken to trying to break down the Joe Rogan podcast and like assign Joe Rogan like an ideology and and like place yeah. him on the political spectrum where you're like uh I'm pretty sure he's just like a dude who smokes weed and he like yeah. kind of he kind of believes whoever he's sitting in front of yeah yeah or he's, he always like looks for something to agree upon with that yeah he does yeah. yes he does he's stoned and he's doing yes and with whoever's that's on it. the it's show like, yeah, that's like, absolutely right he's but, he's, but it, there are times when you see him disagree with somebody occasionally he does yeah and he'll disagree with somebody and the other person is so afraid of him yeah <laughs> that they just kind of stop they yeah. just like it's like He's so like he's such an intense dude, and he's so like he's very strong alpha guy that like yeah, just like people just kind of freeze up. Yeah, I mean, and he has a he has an interesting way of doing it too because it's not like he goes, well, you know, he goes, no, that's actually wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> oh, I've never seen like, that. Like he'll just say that to somebody. You're like, ooh. Yeah, I feel like I mean, that's a Boston thing where, like, you know, if you're much more direct about, uh, well, probably everything. Disagreeing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, is he a Boston guy? Is that what he is? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, dude, there's just, old video of him with like, like from like a Taekwondo tournament where he's like, yeah, and you know, the guy is a big boy. That is what they sound like. Say hi to your mother for me. Hey, but, but uh, you know, some of the best Rogan, I mean, he's had some, like, I, I, I think with me, like I listen to a lot of Rogan and I'll usually give like every guest, like at least like 15 or 20 minutes. I just find interesting people through that. And then it like mm -hmm. branches out to like going to their world, you know, like, yeah. it, so, so he just is, I think, you know, whoever produces his show or mm -hmm. gets the guest does a good job of kind of finding really fascinating people. There's certainly a lot of people he has on the show where you go, who would want to listen yeah, to this? Like Steven dude? Crowder oh, yeah. and shit. It's like, why? Or just it, like, yeah. I, I can only do so much nutrition shit. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like, they'll just have nutrition guests after nutrition guests, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I, I think that like 99% <clears throat> of nutrition people are just full of shit. Like they don't really full of shit are selling They're the just... same thing that everyone's selling. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of like, um, quoting some like unvetted research that has been published that really hasn't been like, you know, yeah. uh, uh, verified and they just go well yeah. this study's coming out that blah, blah a study blah, from denmark uh showed that yeah. matt lieb's brother fucked to death a hundred siamese cats and uh <laughs> it turns out only yeah yeah and i just yeah they're it's, all it's, they're all just the charlatans yeah they're the best all nutrition expert i ever heard was just like a doctor dude, like, so, like yeah she was just like she was like you you should eat. she's like everybody kind of knows how to eat healthy like you should eat healthy but like the importance of like mainly mainly don't overeat right? right that's the worst thing you could do is overeat and then you know just you're eating fruits and vegetables and meats and you know stuff like that you're fine 
And, you know, that she was just saying like the importance of what you eat, like the of nutrition and supplementation, all that is just like so overstated. Yeah. Like yeah. What, it, what it could do for you. Yeah. Like, we don't know just, if any of that it, shit works. Yeah. yeah. It's not, it, it's, it's like, it, it doesn't do the shit. It's not as important as people make it out to be. Yeah. So much of it is just like genetics. Well, and, they say you know, that how they, fucking much you they, come, they, probably how much you come too. Well, the truth is, they say that you you are what you eat, which explains yeah. why you look like a bag yeah, of you, dicks. <laughs> why my fucking lip smells like calm right yeah. now. <laughs> Hell yeah! I think um, uh, I think that the, yeah. the, the simplest explanation of Joe Rogan. Is that you know he's a jujitsu guy, and it reminds me very much of like hanging out with dudes at jujitsu, where you get people from all different walks of life, and like one guy might be a professor, yeah. and another guy might have gone to prison, and so like you don't really disagree yep. with each other that much, and you never really know what the next guy is gonna say, but you're like bonding over a thing nonetheless, and so yeah, you know you get all kinds of uh, kooky people that believe some weird thing. You know everybody's got their own weird uh shit going on and it just it kind of reminds me of like his podcast simulates fairly well the experience of just like meeting random people in a jujitsu class i feel like yeah Yeah. that's interesting dude what it you know how like power lifters um fucking they do they do smelling salts before they lift what if you just fucking ate asshole and then left it on your upper lip (laughs) Before you went to the gym to do sets, like, and you're just like, like to motivate you, right? Before you do like a chest press, mm-hmm. yeah. I what like it. Anyways, that's that's something that you guys can think about. Okay, okay, maybe you should go on Rogan with that. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna talk about it, dude. But the other thing, yeah, uh, yeah, come up with like a nutrition about- brand. Call yourself like, uh, what's up? I'm nutritional beast, dude. Vi- antioxidant to parabolas. And, but, uh, the other thing I realized is like, because so many people listen to Joe Rogan, um, and then they see, like, I do shows with Joe Rogan. So like friends or from like, or just people that I know that aren't involved in comedy will be like, Oh, you fucking meet your own man. I I wish, I wish I could meet that guy because I just have so much to talk about with. It's like, they all think that they would go on the Joe Rogan podcast and be fucking interesting. And it's like, he makes you you feel like the most interesting person person yeah yeah like for some reason they think that they would like have this really interesting conversation with joe rogan but they probably go on and just freeze and not say anything interesting for like an hour yeah you know what i think it is it's like he's so credulous with his interview subjects he makes each listener feel like uh like things that they their bullshit opinions have value like he's like yeah. everybody's uh he he's like an ear for all of them to just yeah, he's very engaged, like intensely engaged as a like a host. Like he's very he can like maintain that. Yeah, which is impressive because I cannot do that. Yeah, I know For- skill that I do not have. Well, because at some point you just uh, you know you just start fading away. You know, you just start kind of you're just like what? I'm extremely yeah. distractible. I have to pee right now. Uh, yeah. Like a lot. In fact, the- can we like end the show so I can go pee? Yeah. Yes, but before we do, and I'm very sorry about this, Vince, uh, but uh-huh. we had a a, a fraudcast um, Patreon who wants a royalty free. Oh God! Oh and shit! We're still doing that. Have- well, he, you know, no one's asked for one in a while, so I'll do one real quick. He said, um, uh, Matt, uh, Matt, could you rap about grinding out podcasts? 
uh, of uh, episodes of podcasts that nobody listens to. And I thought that was mean. And yeah, then he I said, didn't know if he would meant like, is he trying to say like no one listens to pod yourself a gun? No, no. I think it, I think it was just his way of, of uh, just joking around because he said oh. he didn't mean it like that. Uh, but he wants to thank us. So sure. What what kind of track do you want? Oh, I'm gonna do it right here myself. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Because it's it's the only way it'll work. Right. Oh, hold on. This is a pre-roll ad. Can you? Oh, it's fucking a leave ad. Can you guys hear it? Yeah, sorta. All right. <clears throat> this is motivational. It says, <laughs> "Bless you." Yo. <laughs> Yo, what up? Uh. Uh. Hell yeah. You guys ready for this? Yeah. Uh. No, your butthole lip. I'm very excited. I imagine the beat's gonna drop soon. Alright, you guys ready for this? God damn it. All right, it's going to happen in a second. Don't worry. Two. Shut the fuck up. Yo, what up, bitch? This is L.A. Matt, ho. And guess what? I didn't win a Webby, though. I'm fine with it. Everything will be cool in the end. And I'll be driving around in a Mercedes Benz. Wow. Cause I'll have a nice car and I'll drive right through the town uh. and everyone will be like, damn, yo, look at his car, bitch. He driving so fast in that car, bitch. He gonna go straight to a star, bitch. The star is the sun, bitch. Then he gonna fly straight to the moon. Everyone be like, yo, too soon. Gotta come back, go around. We're on Zoom. That's also good rhyme. Uh. Yo, what? Okay, so the problem is, is the music itself the isn't very good. Slow. It's it felt like June. Okay, okay, I got something better. I got something better. Real quick, real quick. I swear to God, dude. I swear to God. Royalty free hip hop. Yes! Oh. Yes! All right, I'm ready for this. It's good music. Lick that pussy. Lick that bitch. Everyone knows you lick that snitch. Everyone knows you eat that clit. Everyone knows Matt eat shit. Uh, no one listens to podcasts no more. And everyone wants to sit while listen to something else. All right, hold on. It's very fast. It's fun. You always Ghosting. have to find eight of them. Hey, shut up! You always go through like. I'm in the middle of. All right, yeah, okay, here sorry, we go. Sorry. Real quick. I never wanted to win a Webby. And that's everything's fine. Vince Mancini looking at me. He knows I'm running out of time, bitch. He got a piss out his dick. And I'm here doing sick shit. But he really wants to go. So I'll let him. This one for everyone knows this, this song is new. And this song is dedicated to Patreon listener. Pew, 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 bitch. Suck a dick. Eat my nut. Everyone can suck my fuck. Everyone can lick suck this duck. Fuck? Quack, quack, quack. Quack my nuts, bitch. All right, that's it. 
Dude, you, uh, you never want to win Vince. an award that you have to explain what it is. You know what That's I mean? a very good point. That's a very good point. That when Vin people I can't tell if Vince is frozen or if he is just holding on to that pee. What? He looks like Mario. Am I frozen? No, no. I think you were just reading something. I was. I also like, I really got to pee. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we can call this one uh, uh, officially done. Yeah. Hey, uh, Joseph Clinico, thanks so much for coming on. Hey, thank you guys for having me. It's always fun, always enjoyable. I really love it. I love it too, dude. Uh, where can people find you on the internet? You know, I like to send people to my Instagram because it's where I have the most fun. Yeah, so go to go to Instagram.com and find Joe Clitico. Yeah. Uh, Patreon.com slash Frogcast uh, for all your bonus content. Frogcast at gmail.com for all your questions, comment, concerns. Vince, what's a Google voice number? 415-275-0030. All right. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. And until next time, good night and good chins. All right. Hey, I'm going to send you guys real fast.